Hi, this is Jonah Treboss, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today, my very special guest is past Rotary International President Frank Devlin, an author and humanitarian who's going to be discussing how our world becomes a better place through Rotary. Frank Devlin, good morning, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, good morning, Jonah. It's a pleasure being with you, and uh, my best to everyone who's listening in to us right now. Well, thank you, Frank. You know, for those listeners who uh, may be joining our show for the first time, tell them what exactly is Rotary. Well, you know, Jonah, there's a lot of ways of explaining what Rotary is. The best thing for many people is to ask Rotarians. Each has their own way of explaining what Rotary is to them, uh, what Rotary is to the world, what Rotary is to the community. I came out with a book some time ago, which is called Frank Talk, The Benefits of Belonging to Your Community Rotary Club, How It Can Help You in Everything That You're Doing. And I try to mention there's so many different facets of Rotary. It's, uh, in my opinion, Rotary is not for everyone. Rotary is for uh, those who like having friends. You have to have certain requirements. You have to stand out in your community as being a respected person in whatever activity you're carrying out. That activity could be a a one-man, a one-gal operation, or it could be where you have hundreds of people working for you. And uh, there's something about it that I bring out in this book that uh, you learn from other people. You learn from people that are your... uh, in your community that are in different activities, because we have different activities of the people who belong to Rotary Clubs. But one thing that stands out, John, is it's an added seal of approval. You've heard of the Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval, the oh, Rotary sure. Seal of Approval. It's like members who are Rotarians. And just we stand out. That's, uh, that's an easy way of mentioning it. But let me recommend that people get one of my books that tells the details it's at www.franktalkbooks.com. So that, that can tell you. That's one way of explaining what it is. And it's the first of a series of great books that you've put out, Frank Devlin, past Rotary right. International President. Um, for example, Frank Talk on the Rotary Foundation. Uh, one that's applicable, uh, applicable, I should say, to everyone, Frank Talk on Leadership. And, of yes. course, uh, Frank Talk and Frank Talk too. And uh, I know I've met your lovely wife, and she has a, a rather humorous saying that your next book should be Frank Talks Too Much. <laughs> That's right. That came out there, and that actually came out at the convention in Copenhagen. Right, right, right. I tell you, what's the first one, Frank Talk? That tells about the benefits of belonging to your community Rotary Club. Frank Talk Too, the How to Change with the Times. That's what the second book talks about. Uh-huh. A lot of Rotarians who are listening in, they, they want to know why some clubs are more successful in changing with the times and growing and retaining membership, and others aren't, and you find out about that. And then I go, what's the next one? They came out, Frank Talk 3. No, Frank Talk's too much, and well, I prove that. It's a good thing you have a, a limit here on your radio program right now, uh, Rotary Radio, but uh, keep on talking, because there's so much to talk about on Rotary. That's, that's the, the thing more than anything else. Actually, yeah, Frank Talk was Frank Talk on the Rotary Foundation, not Frank Talk's too much, but in all my talks I've been uh, right now, Jonah, I've been in the last six months, I've been to Seven countries and almost 30 cities giving talks on Rotary. So it's something I have a, a passion for promoting Rotary because I feel that Rotary has something to benefit people, benefit those that, that will benefit from coming into Rotary. That's almost like a Rotary headhunter. A Rotary well, headhunter looks for people who will be honored and be invited into coming into Rotary. You know, Frank, I'd like to talk a little bit about your adventures in Rotary and, and your travels around the world, but first let's... You know, our, our listeners like to know a little bit about our guests. Tell us about your own background. Um, uh, I know that uh, 
You're a doctor of optometry, correct? That's right. And uh, you are from Mexico. That's right. And uh, tell us about uh, your your business, your profession. Cause you, well, you... I was raised in the border area. I'm half American, half Mexican. Uh, my father was from near Chicago. Uh, my mother from northern Mexico. Our optical company uh, now has been just in 76 years. Uh, I worked from the time I was uh, a young kid in the optical. I loved working. You know, it's not something that you had to, but I just love working. And uh, when my father passed away, I was almost 22. We had uh, seven stores. I was working with him at that time. Now we have uh, got about 900 stores right now. So wait, wait, wait. The you largest you went from chain. seven stores to 900 stores. That's right. Well, That's and you know. Family. This is part of the, what, the way you are, because people who know you and love you, uh, your fellow Rotarians know you like to help people. So helping people see, or cl- see clearly, uh, it's a good business, but it's also uh, a, a caring type of uh, profession. Yeah. Well, so, uh, it's sort of thing in any business. Uh, our business is uh, retail optical. Like I mentioned my dad died when I was almost 22. And, uh, but we kept on growing and the family worked together my my mother who's worked till she was 92 in her own independent optical she believes in uh, independent optical that she gives her own personalized service which is always the best uh, Jonah no matter where you are in a independent personal service stands out above anything else we try to teach our associates uh, encourage them to do that give that system um, and you see chains around the world that try to do that there, and some stand out and some don't. We try to make ours stand out by giving individualized service, uh, which is very important. And I know you must be a very busy man being the head of uh, such a large organization, and yet you devote a considerable amount of your, your time, effort, your love, and, and your, your in- intelligence and talent to Rotary. How would you get started in Rotary? I came into Rotary by uh, my brother Jess, who passed away a, a little over about a year ago. We came in together, uh, his father-in-law and was very much a Rotarian, and he lived in the city of Chihuahua, which is in northern Mexico, below Texas, uh, for those of you looking at the map. And he talked to a friend in Mexico City, and he invited us to Rotary Club. That's how we got involved. I wasn't too sure what I was getting involved with, but I always knew that uh, I was a very friendly kind of a person, and I always noticed that... Uh, a lot of the young girls I went out with, their fathers were Rotarians. Well, uh-huh. something that they were important people, and I just, uh, I've always been one of those kind of people. I like being around uh, uh, the nicer people and important people in any community. So it was, just, it was unnatural for me. And I, I learned, I'm, I came in more for the networking aspect, uh, Jonathan, than anything else at that time. But then I learned about real happiness helping others. It's, uh, some people come into Rotary right off the bat because they like Coming together with an organization does so much good. I came in just the in a different way, a different route, but I learned also the benefit of belonging to Rotary. Well, you know, Frank, uh, Frank Devlin, past Rotary International President, uh, it, it's one of the uh, dirty little secrets of Rotary that they get people to join for networking. That's what I came in for. And then you become seduced, there's no other better word for it, by the great service and the great fellowship. And in fact, as you know, Frank, when Rotary started in 1905, it was because an attorney uh, who was new to Chicago wanted to meet some people and perhaps exchange business with other professionals. So he invited four people to lunch, and that was the first Rotary meeting. And from that little acorn of four people, we now have 1.2 million members around the world. It's fabulous. So if we're talking to Frank Devlin, he's the past uh, 
uh, president of Rotary International, the author of four wonderful books, uh, the Frank Talk series of books. And Frank, if people wanted to pick up those books, they'd go to a website. And what's that website again? That's franktalkbooks.com. Right. Frank. And folks, yes, go ahead. F-R-E-N-K, talk, T-L-K, uh, books, B-O-K-S, dot com. And uh, there's five books now. There is uh, the last oh. one, uh, Frank Talk on Public Speaking, which is something that uh, Rotarians, uh, as all of us, we learn to speak a little bit better in public because you have that opportunity in the real life. Uh, I was involved with Toastmasters and other courses from the time I was in high school and then uh, university taking speech courses, et cetera. But the real thing is getting involved in the real world, and that's like Rotary. Uh, the Rotary Club is the real world, like the Chamber of Commerce is and all your different professional groups. So that's an opportunity to become a better public speaker and to be more effective when you're speaking in public. Of course, there are, uh, people will tell you that they'd rather be shot by a firing squad sometimes than get up and speak in front of public. Uh, I don't think, Frank, you and I have that problem. No, we don't have that <laughs> trouble, but somehow everyone who gets in the Rotary Club serves to get out of that problem. You know, Rotary, you, you talk, Frank Devlin, about uh, service projects. You have a wonderful service project, the Use Eyeglass Bank in Mexico. Tell us about that. Well, in my business, it's almost a natural. Uh, you probably see opticals here in the United States, uh, different parts of the world. People donate their used eyeglasses. Well, they do the same thing in all one of our opticals, and we uh, recycle them. First off, we see which of the ones that are a benefit that can be used, some can't be used. They can use, be used for parts. We have those uh, repaired, then we have them sterilized, and we have them classified. And we go out and we work together. Uh, I'm a strong person on uh, having a strategic alliances. For example, uh, you have opticals like Lenscrafters and Pearl Optical, and these opticals, we have an alliance. They come into Mexico, so we work together with them, and uh, we make sure they go to the poor people. That's who you want to help. You try to help the people that are in need, and there's so many people in need uh, all over the world. You have them in the United States, you have them all over the world, especially in developing countries. We just finished having one group that we gave out 14,000 pair of eyeglasses, and uh, we had 44 volunteers. Uh, they came in from different parts of the world thanks to this Lexotica group. And uh, the Rotarians paid for their meals. And we had the government agencies uh, paying for their hotels where they stayed at. And these are volunteers that came down. They list are all over the world. Well, the Devlin Foundation does exactly the same thing. And we found out by working together. Uh, I'm a firm believer in strategic alliances. You signed the Polio Plus campaign that we have working with the United Nations working with Bill and Melinda Gates, the Wheelchair Foundation, other alliance that we like work with. We have Goodwill Industries. We do a lot of things together all over the world, the local uh, community level, and then at the, all the different levels, uh, countrywide, et cetera. You working together, you do more. You do much more. You're more effective. We've done that, for example, uh, some time ago. We had a, a donation from Mel Gibson of a million dollars. Well, that was uh, make housing after one of the tragedies that they have in Mexico, that you have a uh -huh. flooding, et cetera. Well, we got that money double thanks to Strategic Alliance. We got that double again and double again thanks to getting the state governments. And over a 1,000 homes were made. That's just an example of why Strategic Alliances are better, because you find people that know more about any subject than many times we in Rotary just were do-gooders. We would do good, but there's groups that know how to do whatever that project is in a more effective manner, and we all stand out. And we, you know, we're going to find out more about the outstanding service projects that uh, are offered through Rotary and more about the 
great career in Rotary and in uh, serving other people of our guest, Frank Devlin, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasa. My co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away on vacation, but I have the pleasure and privilege of having my special guest on the air, Rotary International past president, Frank Devlin. And Radio Rotary is brought to us this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Middletown, and Millbrook. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. A flying machine? I sincerely doubt it. Will women ever be able to vote? Unfortunately not. Man walking on the moon? Never in a million years. Every great achievement seems impossible until the moment it becomes real. So when the U.S. Fund for UNICEF says, we believe in a world where zero children die from preventable causes, what will you say? Let's make zero a reality. Visit UNICEFUSA.org to take action. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host, the lovely Sarah O'Connell, is on vacation. Uh, but I have the great pleasure and privilege of having as my guest on the air the past president of Rotary International, Frank Devlin. He's an author. He's a humanitarian and chief executive officer of a very large chain of eyeglass emporiums in Mexico. And we're talking about his adventures in Rotary. Uh, Frank, uh, you're right now, right now as we speak in Florida, and you're going to uh, be taking your children or uh, grandchildren, I should say, around Disney World, but you're going to still take out some time for Rotary. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Uh, for example, uh, I went to the Winter Garden Rotary Club uh, day before yesterday, uh, and yesterday I went to see past President Herb Brown, who lives in Clearwater, Florida. I went to speak at their Rotary Club. I was at the Governor 
who was there. Uh, Jamie Mick did an outstanding job. I was able to listen to her. And I always like going to a rotary club because you always learn something. You always find out what's happening. For example, when I went to Winter Garden uh, Florida Rotary Club, uh, I found out what they're doing to help their community, uh, enhance their community by the, these people doing things. And you always learn something. The idea I got there were ideas that I'll be able to share with the other uh, communities in the country of Mexico. And I don't know what the talk will be when I go to the Orlando Rotary Club today, but it'll be something else, always of interest. But more than anything else, you get to meet people. Get to meet people, and those contacts are worth gold. I'm a person, a lot of people know me, though I exchange cards. And you make connections with people, and these connections, sometimes you can help people, and sometimes they can help you because they're people you can trust, and you can follow up on uh, the different opportunities that are set before. That's why I'm going to the Rotary Clubs, uh, Jonas. So many reasons. Other people do the same thing, too. They have an opportunity. Well, well, Rotary opens the doors to the visitors. You know, Frank, what you say is so true. I've done make-up meetings uh, throughout the United States, and, of course, we have a lot in common. But when you go overseas and you discover how much you have in common with other people, uh, the accents may be different, but the commitment to Rotary's peace and service is the same. And it's very hard to be angry uh, at someone when you break bread uh, over a meal at a Rotary Club and learn how much you have in common. I went to a Rotary Club meeting in Tel Aviv. There were Israelis, there were Arabs, but they were all Rotarians, and they were all there in the spirit of fellowship. And, you know, it's kind of hard to get away from Rotary makeup meetings. I was on board, the Queen Mary too with my wife, and they announced in the Daily Paper a Rotary makeup meeting. Uh, you may remember it because you presided. Yeah, that's right. We had about 60 Rotarians there. Ballroom was filled, and every morning we met, and we exchanged stories and so about uh, what our various clubs are doing around the United States and around the world. It was just a terrific time. My guest is Frank Devlin, past president of Rotary International, and we're talking about his adventures in Rotary. Now, Frank, uh, every Rotarian is busy with his own life, with his family, his profession, or her profession, and also you know, with service projects uh, on the club level. I can't imagine the amount of time it takes to be Rotary International president. How did you go up the steps and up the ranks to do that? Well, there's no secret about going up the ranks at any organization, uh, John, and I share that with a lot of people that ask me that same question you do. And, and basically, it's uh, remember this, see and be seen, hear and be heard. Let me explain that. See and be seen, uh, if you're in the Rotary Club, you have to be seen uh, at your Rotary Club. And be seen by the movers and shakers every Rotary Club has, like every organization has, see and be seen. Hear and be heard. Well, you listen to what people are doing, what the situation is, and you give your opinion. That's hear and be heard. So that's the secret at any level. Now, you go up the ladder in Rotary, it's the same thing. See and be seen, hear and be heard. You find out that at the local level, your club, then you go out what's happening, your district conference and interclub meetings, etc. And you go from there, you go to zone, and you go from zone, you go to the international level. You go to the conventions. Things are happening all over the world. But a lot of people are good Rotarians. Let me tell you, uh, Jonah, that my, uh, my father-in-law was a good Rotarian. He never was the president of his club. And uh, the same with my brother Jesse, who got us into Rotary, his father-in-law, who recommended a person a thousand, put almost a thousand five hundred kilometers away to get us involved with the Rotary. He never was the president of his Rotary club either. So, but they know how to find people and recommend people to go into Rotary that's going to make a difference. So that's uh, 
Going up the ladder, I hope that answers in a sense. See and be seen, hear and be heard. That's well, I the think whole our, secret to anything. I think our listeners should know, though, that pretty much when you're president of Rotary International, you are giving up two years of your life out of your own profession because you're up there in, in Illinois at Rotary headquarters, both as president-elect and the year you're president. It's, it's pretty much a full-time job for two years. Is that right? Yeah, that's what it is. You're a president nominee uh, first. That's almost sometimes almost a year president-elect for a year, then you're president and then you're a has-been after that, but then you come into the Rotary Foundation, you become a chairman, you become a, you're always doing something. It's uh, like I tell people, I'm a has-been, but a very sought-after has-been. That's the whole thing. So, well, you're, you're and I enjoy, I enjoy this in Rotary, and you enjoy promoting Rotary because you know you're helping people. You get people involved in the same way someone thought about me. And I look upon that as a Rotary hit hunter, John. It's hard to explain, but you know, I go to the industrial club in Mexico City, and I see these at this exclusive club. I see what a headhunter is talking to someone like you. And Jonah would tell me about this new endeavor you want to start, what kind of a person you need. And they find a person to fill that need. And vice versa, I see a person talking to a person like you. Now, Jonah, tell me about your life. Uh, what are you doing? Probably you can fill this position that someone's looking for. That same concept of being a, a headhunter, you apply that to Rotary. And you find out there are people, and I consider it's one in ten, who has a the qualities to go into a Rotary Club. The other nine, they're good people. They're doing good things. They're doing things, but they are that they are not the kind of persons that will go into a, a Rotary Club. Frank, what you say is so true, but let me say this. Um, you're being awfully modest because you are the author of four books that not only give That's you... five books. Don't, don't, five don't books. Well, I haven't seen short, the fifth one yet. I, you, have to, you have to send me a fifth book. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, the books apply to Rotarians, but, you know, you've got one, Frank Talk on Leadership, that is uh, applicable across the board. Whether you are running a, a small business like a dry cleaner or you're a general of, of an army, your Frank Talk on Leadership is, is a, a golden uh, Bible of how to lead by example. And, you know, you give the ten traits of superstar leaders. And those books, again, Frank, are available where? FrankTalkBooks.com. FrankTalkBooks.com. And, but let me bring out, those books are written by David Forward, my co-author and myself. Mm -hmm. And we sit down with a group of people, Jonas, such as yourself, and we get concepts about how to put those into the books. And there's three uh, persons that come out uh, in all of those books. Bob, Sue, and Duncan. Bob's a young guy in his early 30s. Sue's an older gal, but you never ask a gal her age. You know that. If you're smart, you don't ask. <laughs> and then uh, the last one Our producer, back, Betty Renner, agrees with you. A guy who just uh, passed 70, just got there. And, and uh, all these three, these three persons come out in each of the books, and they all ask questions. And these are questions asked by most Rotarians, observations made by Rotarians. As we sit down in a committee, what are the concepts that we want to bring out? What are the questions people ask? That's why all those questions that you're... Radio listeners are listening to right now. Questions they might ask, we bring them out of these books, and somehow they help. Remember, that first book is the benefits of belonging to your community Rotary Club, and it gives you all the benefits. The second one tells you how to change with the times, and that's applicable to other things in life. But many times, if you know how to change with the times, my business is a perfect example. Uh, the optical business is nothing like uh, we never dreamed would have opticals like lens crafters in the world. Uh, this is the way you change with the times, or you're just, you're just part of uh, you're the part of the past, and people talk about well, what would happen to that group? Then the one uh, Frank talked on our Rotary Foundation, which is why it is our foundation, notice. It's our foundation, 
And Rotarians learned why we like helping. It's because of trust that we have. And then the one that came out of leadership that you're talking about so much, it's how you learn from people who sit around the same table that you are with. You learn from those who have been more successful, less successful. Those who have had failures, you always learn. And you learn, you pick up ideas from other people by observing them. The last one is Frank Talk on public speaking, which you learn how to stand up and express yourself in a more effective manner. These are books that, uh, you know, in the world of Rotary, Jonah, when you sell a thousand books, it has a name. Do you know what that name is? What's that? It's called a bestseller. How about that? But when you sell 300,000 books, Jonah, to all your rate lists in 14 different languages, those are those series of Frank Talk books. Another reason for you to try to get involved <laughs> and see just what they are. Frank, give us the website one more time because we're almost out of out of uh, FrankTalkBooks.com. Okay. FrankTalkBooks.com. In, in and the 30s. You can get my website too. Uh, yes, go ahead. Devlin.org. And find out a lot of other things are happening. Uh, find out. Uh, we have so many websites in Rotary. I'm glad that. I helped get the world of Rotary started on getting websites for Rotary clubs and websites for uh, all the districts of the world, even for a lot of Rotarians. We have their websites. Right. So look on to frankdevlin.org. If you want to speak Spanish, frankdevlin.org.mx. Uh, okay. Frank so it's Devlin. It's been a pleasure being with you, Jonah. It is. And it's it's, it's you great to have me. you. Well, no, Frank, i got to say that... Uh, We've, we've been delighted to speak to you, and thank you for everything you do for humanity as a Rotarian. And thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. Well, thank you, and my best to everyone. And uh, let's live Rotary and give it all we got. We have something to offer the world, to make it a better world all over the world. And I look forward to seeing you and many others at UN Day there in uh, New York City. And, and we'll be there with our Radio Rotary microphones. Radio Rotary Wonderful. is sponsored today by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of New City, New Windsor, Cornwell, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, my home club of Red Hook, and Rhinebeck. For Sarah O'Connell, Betty Renner, and our engineer Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebwasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this time for another edition of Radio Rotary.